Welcome back, everyone. We are The Three Podcasts. So last episode, we talked about social media and how social media is a double-edged sword and that the rise of social media has helped the polarization of America. But we know that this isn't how... But we know this isn't where it all started. We know it's not the entire problem either. So how did we get to such a polarized America? I think that's actually where we should start. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that fueled the polarization, but some of the big things in our history that you know kind of helped fuel that train as it went were things like Vietnam and the Cuban Missile Crisis and then the direction that politics started to take after that point. Um, we started getting into Reaganomics and um, just the rise of the Republican Party sort of shifting from what they were to what they're becoming now. And of course, the social media and the internet, what uh, we talked about with the social dilemma. So there's a lot of pieces and facets that go into this and we know there's a ton more than just those really brief things that we mentioned um right but that's like a we start to like see a big shift especially in politics right yes because a lot of this and where we can actually view how we got to this polarization you can see that through politics clearly mm -hmm. and also how our media functions yes right because it's not just social media social media is just a portion of this bigger holistic problem of polarization and of course we could go further back and talk about you know slavery and you know the elimination of the indigenous people here like i think all those things play into this which yeah. is a much bigger topic right but it's like that all though inhibits this like these like shifts in politics and you know the change in which we saw our media going that sensationalism right mm -hmm. yeah and there like like there's other things like the with social media and then the mental health crisis and the social and equity equality crises um even just like even just classism and we got the super rich and the super poor all these things mm -hmm. are also capitalism capitalism all the all these things are playing a role and then when you look at 2020 and all the things that happened in 2020 you put a pandemic on top of all of that it's really mm -hmm. just a powder keg ready to explode and that's literally what happened yeah and that powder well as 2020 is a, a excellent example of that um, powder keg uh, did explode. And here we are with um, like ex the exposing, like the, uh, the covers were pulled back on what I think was way too easy to deny where the issues actually were and are mm -hmm. within um, the United States. And yeah. where these issues actually began with this polarization. And so now it's like you have that, that wound exposed and what do we do? I think the bigger question is where is the actual problem, right? Because politics, politics, media, social media, 
Like, those really aren't the problem. They're tools that should be utilized within our society. But the way that they function currently is just a reflection of where we are as a nation, right? Yeah, so it's true. like, yeah. Right. It's all a reflection. So it's we don't just have like these politicians fighting against the working American people for no reason. Like we have politicians who legitimately do not want to help the American people like at all. Like they're like, no, you are not allowed to get paid a livable wage. We don't want that for you. That is we think that that's uh, a sin. (laughs) We think that's like absolute atrocity to help you you know so we're like running into all these weird wacky places that were really hung up in america mm-hmm. you know that's the you know the hang up there is a well pull your pull your britches up wait what is it pull yourself up by the bootstraps yes pull yourself up by the bootstraps yeah yes so like what we talked about in the previous episode too which i think is really interesting to bring into this conversation is that you know, we were always so worried about the the Terminator coming in and like killing off all humans or whatever. But in reality, this like social media, which is that double edged sword, that tech has already overwhelmed humanity's weakness of mind. Right. So we're talking yeah. about how they hijacked that reward and punishment, which is totally normal for humans to have. Mm-hmm. But it's the abuse of those things. And the places where, specifically as Americans, we, one, deny our history, right? We, so we're denying parts of who we are. And we have all these funky things we believe have to be in place to be, quote, unquote, an American. Like, God forbid we fucking help someone. Yeah, and that that one is, like, I find that, like, really strange, especially, like, we're seeing that with the um, the southern border with mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. that are, are attempting to immigrate to America. And you hear so much of it. I mean, I hear it in my own family of they're, they're coming here to steal our, our jobs. And I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, but then you're saying they're, they're living on welfare. It's like, how do those two ideas even coexist? It doesn't make any sense. Right. How can someone be taking our jobs and at the same time be living on welfare? I personally think that neither are true. Uh, that, that's Yeah, that's where I stand on it. It's like that, that's just like that, that fear of someone coming to take away what you perceive that you actually own, which is, mm-hmm. again, a fantasy bullshit idea. Yes, ownership is a is a absurd idea to begin with because when you die, you can't take anything with you. So exactly. in reality, what do we really own except our own responsibility of self? Like, other than that, which is a whole other conversation too, which we can like sure. start oh, yeah, touching. That's a big one, <laughs> right? Right. With it's part of this conversation, but another right, like starting to touch on is that that idea of mine. It's like. That in that in individualism idea, like we've heard it talked about as like uh, that core of individualism, which mm-hmm. really, when you look at America, it was really fostered in how America was developed. 
and how, you know, the foundation of it is like, I own this. I mean, hell, even look, look at when the, the Europeans came over and mm-hmm. that they owned the people, that they owned the land and they could do whatever the hell they wanted. Right. That kind of just lack of, honestly, there's such a lack of humanity in that, honestly. Well, there is. Because that's not the way humans function. Like, we we have to share things and work together to survive, right? So it's like, that's such a bastardized thought. Mm-hmm. Because as humans, we also have the natural inclination to give a shit about other people. And right. when empathy, yeah, intuition. Yeah. And when we deny that, we're denying like it just it ends up super funky because that's not how we naturally are. Yeah, we're denying our own humanity. Yeah. I saw it on the tip of your tongue, Lenny, you didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's there. You you just had it, you're like so close, and I was like, oh, she almost said it. Yes. It's I think I think it really comes down to that. And I think I think a lot of what we're seeing is about this refusal. Like there's a refusal to acknowledge and resolve our past and who we are as Americans and specifically speaking white Americans. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I think it I think there definitely is like that difference for white Americans, specifically Euro generational white Americans like Mm -hmm. you know I'm a couple generations out from immigration like right like it was my great great grandparents right yeah Mm -hmm. yep it was my great Mm -hmm. great my great grandparents so my grandparents parents that immigrated Mm -hmm. over here right so we have a couple things happening right so we have this huge shift in not a huge shift because you can see you you can see throughout history politics have always been like semi-polarizing um you know with this that sensationalism as well as propaganda that's kind of always been a part of our political system but it hasn't been as blatant up until this point right and that has to do with the biggest i think would be the rise in social media and the internet right because then it's like you're not just dealing with a small town of people telling you that, you know, you can't do X, Y, and Z and that you need to, you know, whatever, or they accept you, whatever, mm-hmm. that you're like looking for acceptance from millions of people, which is such an absurd idea, I think, to begin with. I don't think that's naturally how humans function. I think that's why we get into these weird places of cancel culture, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not, you're not just dealing with 30 people in your tribe. Now your tribe is the world, like, Blah! That's mind-boggling. So you have politics going in this weird direction and sensationalism and propaganda and tribalism. You throw on the spectacle of mainstream media and then throw on the capacity and the power of social media where, you know, you could live in an echo chamber and never have to challenge any of your ideas. And that I thought right there is... Out- absolutely frightening because like that that's kind of like the idea of well you know if aunt sally and uncle joe believed this that's good enough for me idea and the problem with that is if you don't ever challenge how you think about something or how you see something in the world 
it it, it is a tr- such a tremendous limit and it keeps you in this very very tiny small bubble it's like having the blinders on so all you see is what's in front of you you never get to see what's outside of you it's like um like my parents it's like they've never lived anywhere else They've never really explored outside of their own hometown. And like we have conversations and it's like, yeah, you know, but it's not like that when you step outside of your own little bubble here. The world is way, way different than you think it is. But if you don't ever have those experiences, there is nothing to base it on. And now we're doing that with social media. And that that right there. That's frightening because when you're only looking for people to agree with you, there's there's no growth. There's like it, it becomes very static. It becomes very um, uh, what, I'm trying to think of the word very um, like Stagnant? that's stat. Well, it's xenophobic and. Um, well, right, because all of those ideas are unchanging. Like, right, there, there's a staticness too, because it's because it's not because like a core of individuality is not necessarily within it within itself a bad thing, right? It's not bad or but good. But when it's unchanging, it's the unchanging, yes. right? That's the dangerous part. It's right. that unchanging core, because your core of individualism should f- actually stand as like f- a foundation for you, but there's a fluidity to that at the same time, but unchanging humans. That's, that's not a natural thing we do. We have to change and grow to, I mean, how else do you, can you learn? Like learning is growth. Yeah. So if you're like yep. in these living in a bubble where people just agree with you and pat you on the back and tell you you're right. If that's the people around you, that's a very dangerous situation to yeah, be in. That's messed up shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's basically the Truman Show. Yes. Yeah, and I and you know I can talk from mm-hmm. some experience here of growing up in a in a very small town, you know, back in you know the sixties and seventies, well, late sixties and seventies, until I became an adult and started to experience life outside of that little town. That was like holy shit! This act, this this, these foods exist. These. Um, these other ideas exist. These ways of being in the world exist. There's no way to comprehend that until you can actually have that experience. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like in reality, there is like right and wrong are not as structured as we like to believe. Like the world is gray. There's there's so many facets to any particular issue that when you really break down and start to look at all the different pieces of things, it's like, how can you actually say that the world is this like black and white, strict, dichotometric thing? Because it's not, it can't be. There's too much, there's too much, there's too much complexity complexity and beauty in the world. Right. To stay within that like very rigid structure. But Len, uh, you you used to really when we we were talking about when we started writing out our thoughts for this podcast, you used a really great example about like a number line. Yes, because mm. if you think about like 
if you think about the if you think about a number line and you think about that idea of like okay you got one and two on a number line right Mm -hmm. there's that line between them but then if you think about the numbers in between one and two there's actually an infinite amount of numbers in between those two and when you think when you think about there's like 1.2 1.23 1.24 and so on and so forth it's just this expanded like that like there like there's more complexity in between and then I mean honestly that that's one of the super cool things about math too is that there's also like imaginary numbers and variables and things like that and when expand your thinking into into those places you'll see like there's a lot more in, in that gray area. Right. And that and, and that's a really cool point, because if you take that idea of that number line and the, those infinite numbers between one and two, and that's that that's that amazing, like that gray area where we can begin to look at outside of that right or wrong. So mm-hmm. uh, Simon Sinek has it's a very short talk that he does. It's basically a monologue where he gets into the this idea of where we are as a nation with this idea of right and wrong and where where we end up refusing to find common ground or to compromise and mm-hmm. he uses this great example of when you have like two people who insist that each one of them are right there's nowhere to go from there mm-hmm. but that skill set, which he began to talk about, is like we're not really taught it. We're not taught it in schools. Right. And it's really like up to the businesses to help their employees to begin to think about this because he was talking about it as an organization or a business. Is if we can kind of get down off of that high horse of just digging our heels in and saying we're right and have those difficult conversations of asking questions of the other person and then, you know, actually listening to the other person and doing the same with curiosity. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That was the other part with curiosity of actually wanting to understand where that other person is coming from. Why do they believe they're right? And in the process, if you can open up discussion, right. then if you think about that number line and that gray area being one, between one and two, you can find a common ground Mm -hmm. where you both actually can agree. Because if it's infinite, there has to be a place to agree. Now, that can look like agreeing on an idea or what both political parties can compromise on. Or it can even look at it can even look like the other people, other person just being you know, completely pissed off and throwing their hands up in the air because they're (laughs) frustrated by these ideas. That's okay. That's those difficult conversations. But unless you actually have them, all you're left with is two people believing that they're right and neither the twain shall meet. And that right now is like where we are at in this polarization within the United States is everybody's pulling their, you know, heels into the ground and saying I'm right there is nowhere to go from there that's a death sentence 
to democracy. Yep. It's a death sentence to what this country was built on. We got to get our shit together. That's an understatement. Yeah, it is an we understatement. We absolutely do. We absolutely do. And I think this finding common ground and approaching things with curiosity is such a step in the right direction for everyone. And actually, this is where we do want to leave you guys. We're going to come back and actually talk about more about this individualism in America. We think it's a very important topic. Until next time, The Three Podcast, out. If you liked what you heard, please take a few minutes to go to iTunes to rate and review us. This really helps our podcast visibility and it helps us to grow as well. Also, besides the fact that we do love to hear from you guys. As far as seeing more of our content, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Three Podcasts, as well as on our website, thethreepodcast.com, where you can find blogs, resources, and episode transcripts.